From the Side Podcast is delighted to be supported by our two main podcast sponsors, Fields Joinery and AFC Nosley. Fields Joinery is one of the arms of the Fields Property Group, and whether you are a commercial or a residential customer, no job is too small for these guys. If you are watching on YouTube, all of their social and website links are on the screen now. However, if you are an audio-only listener of the podcast, do head over to fieldspropertygroup.co.uk. That's fieldspropertygroup.co.uk. This is where you can find all of their social links and get in touch if you do need any work doing. Do not forget, no job is too small for these guys, and we would like to thank Fields Joinery for sponsoring the podcast from day one, because it really really does go a long way we'd also like to thank afc nosley for sponsoring the podcast afc nosley is a fantastic grassroots football club which has teams ranging from age six all the way up to the first team including a disability team and a women's football team also all teams play out of the Lord Derby Pavilion in Heighton, which is a £1.6 million complex, which is a fantastic addition to the grassroots football scene within this city. AFC Nosy have also been kind enough to allow us to use their facilities to continue recording our podcasts on a weekly basis with all of our fantastic guests. I think you'll agree they look absolutely fantastic on camera and they're even better in person. So if you do have a spare weekend, do get down to the Lord Derby Pavilion and support this fantastic local grassroots football club. If you are watching on YouTube, all of their social and website links are on the screen now however if you are an audio only listener of the podcast do head over to afcnosley.co.uk that's afcnosley.co.uk from the side podcast we'd like to extend its thanks again to fields joinery and afc nosley for supporting the podcast from day one it really does go a long way and we hope that you enjoy the episode hello and welcome into the from the side podcast episode number six it is that six episode number six um i've got jay next to me again after he got interrogated last week and as always, Jay, apart from last week, you can introduce our guest. Yeah, it's mine. Well, about to be in this side, right? But um, this week's guest is a good mate of mine, Nick Matthews. Nice one for you, Phil. So, we literally we just start, and the first question is always how did you, um, it's like, what was your start in, in coaching? How did you get involved and stuff? Yeah, yeah. obviously, started coaching, it's obviously, about 15, about 15 years ago. Unfortunately, um, got a lengthy football back. <laughs> Put something in the football pitch that I shouldn't have done, it never ever comes home. Put it uh, five years back. Um, five years back, started watching me lad. My lad was six at the time, started watching him play. A couple of people knew that they played and that, and then he just asked me, would you be interested in coaching one of the sides? So it was uh, old skin boys. So I said, yeah, I'll come there. Uh, a coaching vacancy opened up at uh, Redgate Rovers, nothing to do with our club, they just said somebody would be paid for, Redgate to pay for it. So I went up there. Done my coaching for, um, well, I think he's still, he might still be at the council, maybe Ronnie Reason. Uh, and then start from there, so started off with all the boys, all the sevens, and then the Skem JFL. Well, what well, about your football band making you a lot great, haven't Yeah, moments of madness, moments of madness. Uh, very similar to Eric Cantona, I'd probably say. <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a front kick. I'd done, done bits of taekwondo and stuff when I was younger and maybe it was like 12 times British champion, you know what I mean? I used to do like a, a moving punching kick back for him. Uh, and I just, one of the moves that I was constantly done on me. It gets stupidly done, unfortunately, to a referee. Um, yeah, five years. So yeah, it was kung fu kick to a, a referee's chest. Long time ago, embarrassed by it, move on. Listen, everyone does something that they regret, don't they? You know what I mean? It's one of them. Um, so, was it under sevens day that you said that you yeah, started? Yeah, started with sevens, yeah, yeah. Where did, uh, was, what was the progression then from the sevens 
like so obviously moving into seeing like senior senior football yeah, so, and first teams and that. So yeah, so obviously done done the under sevens. I done them for I took I done the under sevens, uh, and then we, we changed club. We went to a club called uh, to a pub pub and scap called uh, it's known as the Polo, it's the Polaris. Uh, so we ended up going to them. They asked me to go in. Again, you know, we had politics in football and all like that. I didn't like saying things that was happening at the, the, the previous club. We went there. So I set up then I had an under sevens and an under eights. And then we done I done them for four seasons and in the four seasons that I was there, like um, we done very, very well. We won about about twenty eight trophies over the two teams, coached a couple of really good lads um at the time. Well he, he plays for Hearts now, he's played for Everton Benny, Benny Banningimi. In Minna's brother David, they used to come down, David had to play for me, Benny just used to sort of train. Um I was lucky enough after was twelve months. First twelve months that I was there, I uh, got approached by Bottom Wonders. Uh, Bottom Wonders come in and said, "Like, would you like to come in and do some coaching, uh, satellite centre, do some scouting?" Five of my lads had been through their doors. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and they were like, who's, "Who's this team, Polaris, and all like that?" So that's the way it was. So yeah. So from there went on, and then as I say, from the having like the the fourth, we were going into the fifth season. Um, I got a phone call out of, out of the blue. Uh, no, tell lies, skipped a bit, sorry. During, that, so that was over Sunday, so over Saturday. Um, a lad, good friend of mine, he runs Claybrow, uh, Jay Alf. Jay Alf at the time, this was before even Claybrow was born. He had um, a club called, what he set up called, uh, Skelmersdale Town. Uh, they played in the, you know, the Christian League in the Liverpool? Yeah. Christian League. <laughs> so I tell you what, Christian League, I, I, it was an eye-opener. I went there and I thought, Christian League? I think half of them are born again Christians, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? They're born again Christians for a reason. There were some big fellas, like some flying tackles coming in that. So I went there and helped them out, uh, which was a good experience. That was my first experience, like sort of coaching. Uh, Jay was sort of like the manager. He was only, I think he was only about 18 at the time himself. Do you know what I mean? I was, I'm about five years older than him, six years old or whatever. Um, anyway, I went there, done that. And then just out the blue, I uh, got a phone call off uh, the old then Skem, Skem United manager, Tommy Lawson. And he said to me, he said, hey, listen, he said, um, a friend of mine's just been given the Avent LR job. Uh, so I was like, right, okay, so he'd be interested, he's looking for number two. He said, I think, he said, you know, like a majority of the lads from the scam area and stuff like that, would you be interested? So I said, yeah, and then went in, it was uh, Phil Priestley, he's the first team goalkeeper coach now at Harrogate Town, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so I went in, and that was me, my first thing with... with the proper, they went into the, the semi-pro football, gave up my season ticket, which probably done me a favour, being an Evertonian. But uh, yeah, and then the rest, like obviously the last, was it 12, 12 seasons now, being involved in the, up in the county, yeah. semi-pro and that. So obviously being involved with Tommy there, he was there for years, wasn't he? Yeah, so yeah. He was like, I think he, he must, I think he left when I, I started coaching. Yeah. I've been doing about 10 years, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was he like someone who you looked at and thought, yeah, I, I, I want to be a number one, or was was it always in your head to be a number one, or was it was, did you just fall into it type of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, you know, to, to be brutally honest, like obviously, I used to go and watch a couple of the scam games, like uh, a couple of mates played played for scam, like one of my team path, absolutely fantastic footballer. So I used to go down watching them, but even before Tommy, we always knew Tommy. Tommy used to like from like the Sunday league, and then he was scam, and then he left, and then he was. Prescott Cables, then back at Skems. Tommy Shorts on like the medical round of it. But it was to be fair, it was it was one of my mates' dads, a fella called Paul Gallagher. Paul Gallagher, um he was something that I looked up to, do you know what I mean? He was like one of my mates' dads and 
he had, he had he used to like the Tannhaus Labour. That's why I played for as well. Of a, of a, of a Sunday play for Tannhaus Labour, we had a really good side, and that. And then he got again promoted, and then to be fair, it's. Bit of a, he got promoted and then got sacked in the celebration party and then Tommy was given then a, like a sort of another chance at it. Uh, but yeah, as I say, yeah, I always had like respect for Tommy, do you know what I mean? He used to always chat to him. You know, Tommy's one of them fellas, probably a bit like me now, as like well, I'm, I'm 47 this year myself, so because we've been in the game for a while, you just talk football, don't you? So I, I could stand there and listen to like the Tommy's and your poor galleys and I could hear them talk for ages. Like, so do you know what I mean? It was just a case of... I think he knew that I knew a few of the Skem lads, a couple of the lads from the Skem town had trained with Skem United's first team. Like they were sort of like only eighteen at the time, so they were never ever going to progress. Like so, how do you get how do you get sacked in a celebration party for being promoted? Do you know what? I, listen, obviously I wasn't there. I was still playing. I was still playing at the time then, but I believe it was something to do with um, he never had the experience. It's the old the old cliche: not experienced enough to manage at that level. Uh, but Tommy. Tommy took the job, and I think it, it seemed a bit bad blood at the time between people, and that you know what I mean. But listen, I had absolutely low respect for Tommy, and I had low respect for Paul. You know what I mean? And these things happen in football. It's happened to me, which we'll probably get get on to later on in the podcast. So after there, then where where did you go from there? What clubs did you go to, and what was the journey after that? Yeah, yeah. So so from um, from Avanilla. Um, like I say, I went in there as number two. We had, do you know what? We had a really good young side. Really, really good young side, do you know what I mean? But it was young. So what basically happened is in, in season two, we wanted, the club had decided that they wanted to sort of progress slightly, do you know what I mean? And he was saying, like, the lads that we had might not have been good enough. Um, and we were like, yeah, but they've, they've done a season now at, at the Northwest Counties, do you know what I mean? They're, they're all, like, I'm not saying the season pros, but they'd had a year immense football and, and long story short basically I just said to, me, to Phil I said like we should get a reserve side I said you know we don't want to get rid of these lads we've, we've put a year into them uh, and the club knocked it back the club knocked it back and I sort of said to Phil I said nah do you know what that, that's not for me you know what I mean I said I, I can't get rid of these lads I'm loyal to lads and if any, if you know anyone in football and you're just speaking about me I'm loyal I am loyal as they come do you know what I mean I'm outspoken I'll say how it is you know what I mean but I won't like talk behind people's backs as such and they, they rejected it and I said well I'm done like I said I'm done and he went what you're going to resign I said yeah yeah so 10 minutes later he ran me and said right we're both out of a job he said I've just resigned he said I've resigned because I want to be with you so I was like alright yeah and then I went to St. Helens Town as first team coach uh, Ian Granite again a lad I knew from Skem used to play for the same team as him and that a few years younger than me he was the manager of uh, St. Helens Town and he asked me would I go down uh, to be the first team coach. Uh, and I, I agreed straight away, do you know what I mean? Like I said, I knew a few of the lads there anyway, and I knew I could take a couple of lads there. But little story, my, my first, I think I might have um, been one of the co-founders of FC St. Helens, technically, in a way. Uh, by the way, Steve Lever's done absolutely fantastic there at the club. You know what I mean? FC St. Helens are really, really flying but yeah my first, one of my first sessions we went there probably about 40 lads and they were, they were where the now the ground is now behind it obviously there was like playing fields there that's where St. Helens Town used to train and we were in there and um, yeah there was, there was loads of lads there like and I was thinking some of these lads are these are still playing like I've got a chance still here like you know what I mean yeah. and I was well finished by then uh, there was, in fact there was one there was, there was a dad and a lad 
It's just fantastic. It must be fantastic for the family portfolio that you play for the same team as your lad, like, but for a semi-professional side, it isn't that great. Like, and I'll be honest with you, I think it was my second training session. I sort of got the lads in, and I just I was dead honest with them, and I just said, look, I said, uh, we'll have a little chat. I said, you, 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 and I'm sort of the moment. I said, listen, I'm really, really sorry, but don't come back. Like, and I remember Ian, Ian Granite like laughing, saying, "Fucking hell, lad, you're ruthless." And I said, "Well, it's no good." I said, "I'm doing a training session. There's 40 lads." I said, and we might have, we might have had like eight or nine lads who were really, really good, but if they were 32, aren't that great? You know, you're passing a little ball and you're zinging a little ball into somebody's feet and it's bouncing off and going off over yeah. here. A simple little rondo session or something like that. I said, the ball spent more time out, out of the circle than in it. I said, do you know what I mean? And then that was that. And then, um, yeah, so I went in as first team coach and then Ian left. Ian Price took over as the manager. And he asked me and Paul Jones, would we be... Uh, like his number twos, which we both said, yeah, do you know what I mean? And then obviously, do you know what? Again, it was the same scenario. We had um, a very, very young side. We actually got relegated the last kick of the ball uh, of the season. We needed a point against the main road. And I swear, we were at Aston Athletic ground and they scored in about the 94th minute and they didn't even celebrate. Main road didn't even celebrate the goal. Yeah, and we and we were a good side, and like for that side, we had like that, like Stevie Milner and stuff like that. Like, like we gave Stevie Milner his chance at like seventeen, like Neil Weaver. You know, we had lads like Connor Sanders and stuff like that. We had a really, really good young side, and, and these lads now are all earning really good money now in the counties and, and above. Do you know what I mean? What season was that? So how old Milne now? Was Milne about twenty six? Is he? Mm, something like that. About nine seasons ago, yeah. He was he was like seventeen. We'd got him from a. Um, College football. Like 13, 14, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was like I say, yeah. Mm. We, we, got, we got him from college football. We got we, we, That's what we had to do, because at the time we had no budget. There was no budget at all at St. Helens, you know what I mean? So Never has, been, never has really been there, has there? No, no. Fair. So, like I said, there was no budget. We, we got relegated, and then Ian Price stepped down. So we interviewed for the job, and we got the job. It was me and Alan Gillespie went in as, as, as the man. That was my first managerial role. Yeah. Uh, at the semi-pro and, and do you did you think what? like you'd hurt your stripes then did you you'd wear uh, you'd done you'd no, st- no 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 I don't, I don't think I don't think it's like listen the way you mean, the way you mean it, it's probably weird that long I mean it like you've you've done your time as a number two and you want to think well I want to have a go as a number one now um, do you know what it happens it happens things happen for a reason great believer at that I just think at that time um, you know, you can go in, you can, you can be a number one, you can be a number two, you can be a coach, they're all different roles, you know what I mean? I, I like to be on the training ground, I like to be talking to the players, I like I like having banter, I like having a laugh, I like to see how everything's going on. Um, you know, and the job come available and I just thought, you know what, yeah, I'll, I'll have a go at that. I, reckon, I, I thought I could do it, you know what I mean? As in my answer, I reckon I could be a gaffer, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and to be fair, we had fantastic season. Absolutely, we got like manager of the month and it was... January or February, um, and we, we missed out on the playoffs by one point. Now we never had a single penny, never had a single pound. In fact, a little story: uh, we never even had balls, never cones. I mean, we had bits and bobs. The club had bits and bobs, but because I had the, had the junior set up, I used to take my own cones. Yeah. Couldn't use the balls. Obviously, the balls were size fours. I, this is this is God's honest truth. This so we, we used to train on the JMO, um, and at the end, town. Sail on the GMO. Yeah, yeah, we should sail on the GMO, yeah. Yeah, we should sail on the GMO. Um, and we used to, uh, I used to go out behind the fence after training and then go, 
Hey, it's a ball, yeah. It's a collect ball, son. There's a little brook at the side. For people in Scam, they know it's like this sort of the TPT was there and the JMOs here. There's a little brook there, like reeds. And I used to go, honestly, like 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 a, like a tramp. And I'd be in there going, yeah, there's a ball, there's a ball there, do you know what I mean? Wow. And that's what got on the Sufta. We, we, we hardly had none of, none of the gear and like that. And we had an unbelievable season, like I say, we missed out. One point in the playoffs. It was uh, the final game of the season. We'd we played three of the four teams that were in the playoffs or thereabouts in our last five games. It was Stockport Town. We beat them. Bay Cup. We beat them. And Barnson, who then went on to be witness, uh, with the same like, like Kev Towie and all that yeah, at yeah. the time. And we, we beat them. And we we had Hanley Town. We were playing at Prescott Cables at the time. And we had Hanley Town. Uh, final game of the season you had to win to win the league and we needed a point to get in the playoffs, the playoffs. and again you know we had we had a young side don't get me wrong very good side you know the lads who play there like Stephen McBees Andy Gillespie we can go and talk about Andy later the best centre forward I've ever worked with yeah. absolute goal machine uh, Sam Sheen Adam Morris Chad White these all type of lads that play for me at St. Helens for, for, for zero money do you know what I mean and we, we lost 2-0, got beat by Hanley 2-0. Penalty and a free kick it was. Uh, Theo Steyer scored both. And we ended the game with nine men. But it weren't like a few bad tackles, like last-ditch tackles. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? and, but yeah, we lost the game. And I got speaking to them at the end of the game. And they, they were saying like they were on £200 a man, win bonus, including staff, as well as the wages that they got. You know what I mean? And yeah, they beat us. And it was a bit of a, bit of a, a sour moment, you know what I mean? But we were hoping to progress the season after. But... It didn't quite work out like that. I left early days. Yeah. Um, I could, the relationship between myself and the secretary was not working. Not working. Is that the um, the PG way of putting it? Not working. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> when you, you you contact when you contact a secretary on a you know like especially on a Saturday morning. I mean Saturday morning you can sign a play before twelve o'clock, and I'm saying some look. I I, knew, I can remember the players in question. It was a. Um, Dale Corey Butler. We were signing Dale Corey Butler, uh, Luke Edwards, who's now the manager at Rainhill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we, were signing, we were signing them two uh, from Witness. Joey Dunn had just got the Witness job. Um, and basically, I had them trying, try, like he said, like he said, I'll let them come to you. Oh, Paul, Paul Carney, good young lad, what a player, fantastic player, good lad. And it said to him, like, look, we need to get these lads, excuse me, signed on. Uh, and he, he said to me, oh, uh, I'm busy. I was like, what do you mean you're busy? Like, he said, oh, I'm uh, taking a dog for a walk. <laughs> so I was like, well, can Alan not do it? Alan's not doing it, he's got a fax machine, can he not? No, no, he needs my signature. Now, it's only now no one has experience as a manager. It can be anybody at the club who can sign, it doesn't just yeah, have to yeah. be a secretary, it can be the team, it can be the manager who signs the forms. But back then, it was my way or the highway type thing, you know yeah. what I mean? And I was like, and it was like, fine, right? We did end up getting them, but it, it started getting too rocky, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And everything that I asked, and, and at the time, the then chairman and I had a little conversation with him, and I just said to him, I said, look, I said, it's not going to work. Like, and he said, if you're asking, if you're asking me, Nick, if it's going to be him or you, I'd have to say you to, to go like, and I went, ah, no problem. And I think he tried to call me bluff, and I said, ah, no problem. I said, after the bake-up game on Saturday, he said, I said, eh, I'll be stepping down. It was like a big sort of like, well, and I then like, I had a couple of like people, a couple of the fellas who were like, lads, that's you really going? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was on that evening and um, lucky enough, 
I was I was resigned for t- twelve minutes, and uh, there uh, text message of Joey Dunn would be interested in going to witness and helping out. So it was like it was like sort of like it was like an in between role between coaches and the system manager. Yeah, um, and he was de- he was dead honest. He said like, listen, there's there's nobody at this level who's got better recruitment than than yourself. You know what I mean? He said everyone knows that you're really really good at recruitment. You're an up and coming young manager and all like that. So to go from being a manager of a first team. To go on, like, well, not even like a sort of assistant and not even a coach, sort of thing. They did a little bit of coaching, but it was mainly yeah. that. Uh, most people would have seen, but I wanted to work with, with Joey and Stu. Joey and Stu, uh, Stu and Freeze, I had a load of respect for. Yeah. And the stuff I learned off them fellas was 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 pivotal to what I then went on to to carry on and achieve as, as a manager then, because I was, I was then a manager. Once I left that club, I was a manager then from, from then on. Do you look at him? Like leaving St. Helens and think, oh, I wish that wouldn't have happened, or you're one of them who's not. Yeah, you don't look back, you look nah, just like stay forward. Listen, we all have regrets in life, mm. you know what I mean? Do we regret it? No. Did it make me a better person? Yeah. Did I get a chance to work with Joey Dunn, Stu and Freeze, and, and stuff like that? Yeah. But, you know, I took, I took, it's not even a gamble, it wasn't a gamble, I wanted to work with them lads, I didn't have to, you know what yeah. I mean, they, they, were, they were fellas that I, I held up here, and still do, you know what I mean, I don't really speak to them as much uh, as what I used to and stuff like that, like, but I respect them, and you know what I mean, respect's a massive, massive thing to me, you know what I mean, and um, so I don't have regrets on that side to it, where to see where the club is now, and you know, I never fell out of the club, I fell out with one individual at the club, yeah. and they have half nosed half a little bit haven't they to be fair yeah 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 that's have. not even that's not even disrespectful no no, you know they, I mean? no they have. it's true they, well they have you know what I mean I think I'll be brutally honest with you I think last season so we've been gone we've been gone five well this would have been season six so in the five seasons previous I think they only beat our points total last year in five seasons and what we got in one Oh, okay. So like all, all together. All points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they've struggled at the bottom. I think they had. Well, they obviously they finally got relegated. Unfortunately for the club, because it's a good club. There's some good people at the club. Do you know what I mean? Um, but the you know the 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 dodged relegation for I think it was two seasons in a row. Where it was COVID, wasn't it? COVID. The COVID and the, the season before you couldn't. They didn't have a relegation. Yeah, because no the, the restructure wasn't it? good enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know it was always gonna it was always gonna eventually. Catch up with them, like. Mm. So after Saint Alan's, then <clears throat> where did you go from there? That's when we went to witness. So I went to witness uh, with, with Joey and Stu. Yeah, with <clears throat> at witness, obviously, where you were a manager and that. Um, Tell us what your time at witness. Like, what was the pull for you so much to go and work with Joey and Stu and not be a be a manager? Do you know what? It was a club. It was a club on the up. It was a club on the up. You know I me and Joey. Listen. Joey could have rung me and said to me, look, come here, you come here and pump up some balls. I probably would have, <laughs> come, I probably on, would have come on, brush you know the grass. I mean? I, honestly, you know, I spoke to him, you know, I, I've pitted me <coughs> against him, like when we had, we were at St. Thomas with no money and he was at Run Court Linnets and they had a decent budget and good lads, you know what I mean? And we always had good games with them, you know what I mean? Like, I think we, we were beating them one time, I can't remember, it was 1-0 or 2-1 and uh, Tom only Tom scored an injury time, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, it would have been a massive scalp that yeah, yeah. Joey Dunn's team, like sort of thing. But yeah, the club was on the up, you know, you, you turn up the, 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 the stadium. You know what I mean? It was a proper stadium, isn't it? You know what I mean? The stadium there. Um, a couple of my lads had already gone there, the two Lomax brothers, 
I thought I'd design for them. Uh, when I went there, then it was, it was Sam Sheen, and then you know it was it was it was a team definitely on the up. Like and as I say, you know we we went in and I think I went in the end of September, early October. We were twenty four twenty four points behind the Remy. I think three games in hand, something like that, and we ended up winning the league. I think it was by I think it was by eight points. We had that unbelievable. It only got beat the other year. I'd say the record. We we won the last fourteen games on the bounce. And it was mad, you know, because we, we toyed with, we played like, 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 like sort of like a, well, it went really a 4 2 3 1 then back then, but it yeah. was, um, you know, when sort of a system that got used, we played with three at the back, and and then the last 14 games, we just went, we just stripped it right back, and Joe just went, right, we're going 4 4 2. 4 4 2, we're just going to work hard, and we put all like a couple of the flare lads were like dropping out the side, he put a load of grafters in, you know what I mean, and, and we, won, we, we won the league, you know what I mean, it was like, a, it was a fantastic, uh, Achievements, and you know, I always remember they, they took a picture at the end, and he said, "Yeah, you lads get together." And there was a picture taken, and there was myself, Paul Jones, Sam Sheen, Chad White, George Lomax, Chris Lomax, or the league trophy. And it was like it was sort of thing, like look what you could have won. Yeah. Sort of Saint Helens, but yeah, yeah. beat Saint Helens. So I left Saint Helens that year, went to Witness. We beat Saint Helens at Witness. I think we beat them. Was it eight or nine one as well? So it was sort of bittersweet, you know what I mean? I was gutted for, for Alan. Because yeah. Alan, Alan sort of stayed on with, with Lee Jenkinson. They stayed on and I left. It was but it was, it was bittersweet. So yeah, we won the league. So yeah, it turned out to be a fantastic move. Because then I think me and Caleb came in after I'd come back from America. It must have been around, we spoke in the, in the July, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't much longer that you were there, was it? So, yeah, no. So so what happened, obviously, so year two, we went into year two, obviously got promoted to the Premier, uh, Norpus County's Prem, and... You know, out of the blue, you know, I didn't know nothing about it until it happened. Uh, Joe resigned. Yeah. Now, you know, to be brutally honest, he's never really, he's that type of fella, he never really disclosed why he, he had a disagreement with the balls or whatever. And that was it. You know, he's not the type of person to, to go slacking people off or anything like that. But uh, Joe, Joe resigned. So obviously Stu's his best mate. He went, I was in Tenerife on Aldi. Uh, it was my mate's fortieth, so me and my missus, and his missus was just away, and I got a, I got a phone call off Kev. Said, "Be pretty honest, Joe Dory said always said to me, he said this will probably be your job one day. He went, I'll probably move upstairs. This will be your job. You know, you're a good young manager coming yeah. through and all like that. And I was like, yeah, it's okay, yeah, that'd be nice, you know, sort of thing. And then to be fair, Kev, Kev Tawi and Stiakrik got the job. We were two of our players the season before, and Kevin spoke to me. I was in I was in Tenerife, and then to be fair, Achers Ach rang me as well. He said, look, we we want you to stay." Uh, you know, be assistant manager where we're going to be like joint managers and all like that. And I agreed, I did agree to it. Um, but it didn't sort of work out and it's nothing to do with the lads or anything like that. I just, I just felt like I was a spare part. I just thought it was like a bum on seat, you know what I mean? I was, I weren't doing any of the training. I weren't really having an input into the squad or anything like that, you know what I mean? I, I speak to like, as a manager, that's one thing that I've always done. You speak to your assistants, well, what's the point of having them? If you're not going to use your assistant yeah. to ask them, for anything, there's, there's two managers. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't really need an yeah, assistant yeah, manager, yeah, do you? Yeah. Do you know what? And if, if, if you know, if, if, if I weren't going to stay, I weren't going to stay. Do you know what I mean? But you know, Rossi the team and asked me, would, would they help out with the development squad? Which I did, and that's when I called in yourself um, and Caleb. Do you know what I mean? But well, you were there. It was it was a rough league, weren't it? That Warrington league, and we yeah, had a young rough. side, and you know, we were getting 
we were getting lads sent like like sent off. We we were getting young lads sent off because they were they were looking after themselves. We were getting bullied. We yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And this there was a couple of things, wasn't there? That 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 happens, and it was like obviously, like I said last week, we won't go into them, but. Yeah, it weren't, um, weren't, weren't fantastic, was it? No, no, I just think, listen, it was it was an idea that was definitely worth trying. Yeah, yeah. It was worth trying by the club, you know what I mean? And like I said, I've got no hard feelings towards towards Witness Football Club, but like that I had a, you know, fantastic, say, 13, 14 months there, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, Bersco approached um, Witness and said, like, you know, we, we want to we have a chat with, with Nick Matthews to become the manager. Um, so they've done it properly you know what I mean and then Kevin Kevin messaged me and said look he said look they've come in for you you know we, we've accepted you know we're happy to have a talk just let us know what you're going to do and and then I accepted the job and then moved on to the next club Did you jump with the chance early to, to, to go there because they was was that was that around the time they were thinking about going from the old ground to the new ground and redeveloping and uh, stuff or? Do you know what at the time it went it Wasn't was to the new ground at the time but it was a chance to be Closer back home, you know what I mean. I live in Skem, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, and, and it, it was like, although it was like, you know, it's like the derby rivals and stuff like that. Basco were notorious a big club. Mm. Everyone knows Basco were a big club. Uh, they were they were bottom of the league. They had um, it was was it 12, 12 points from nineteen games they had. They were bottom of the league, um, but a proper old ground, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it was, was, it was solid. You know, you went in the dugout and. You come out the dugout and you went up the tunnel and manager's office was there, secretary's office yeah, there. Yeah. It was all under the stands. And Some of the kids now would probably look at it and think, shit, all that. Yeah. It's like oh, a proper, I mean, proper you, ground. You don't understand, mate. It's a nostalgia, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's the same, you know, I did say earlier on before about me being an Evertonian and that, you know what I mean? And Goodison is falling <coughs> apart, you know what I mean? It's, but, it, but it's our stadium. Mm. I am looking forward to the new ground. But... It's still that that sort of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. You look at them wooden seats, you know, I know all the copites call it Wooderson and stuff like that, you know what I mean? But it's ours and that that's the way it was. So yeah, it was it was the layer of a big club and then and being a manager again, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I think I'm ready now. I've worked under Joey for fourteen months and I was ready to move on. It's like that thing, is you go back in and you learn and not you learn and doing stuff and then you think, right, well sand, I'm 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 ready to, to go and back like have another go again, type yeah. of thing. Well, hundred percent. I'd never, I'd never ever, um, I'd never really wrote down a team talk or anything before then. Yeah. Ever, you know, you normally stand there, you go off cuff, Joe. You know what I mean, uh, but that was something that I learned off Joe. So Joe used to, he used to like, just, he used to like Joe. To be fair, Joe's very, very good. He's very, very good at psychology and stuff like that. And he'd have like two sides of A four, and he just read it out, and he was brilliant. You know what I mean? Uh, and one thing that, like, you know, I'm telling you, when he spoke, everyone listened. Yeah. You know, the man used to turn up, we used to turn up a witness and he, he, he'd just say, right, 20 lads in the squad, 20 lads to turn up, only 16 got picked. I'll be honest with you, I've never had the balls to do that, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> go, yeah, you four aren't even in the squad, you know what I mean? We told all the name and like, obviously a 16-man squad, and that's what Joe did. 20 lads used to turn up and four lads would be in the squad, and you know what I mean? And he used to give them the option, right, yeah, you, you get changed and go and do some doggies, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And some lads did, some lads didn't, you know what I mean? So I sort of took that little bit on board to him. Um, so I used to, like, write down the thing, yo, stuff like that, little notepad, I do stuff like that. The way he was, it was man management, was 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 next to none, you yeah. know what I mean? And But he also took no shit as well, you know what I mean? And, and that was something that I sort of learned as well. I thought, you know what? So I did learn a lot, like, from him. Fantastic. I couldn't, couldn't speak highly enough of him, to tell you mm. the truth. So your time at Bersco then, <clears throat> when you moved there, obviously as the manager, what was the 
what was it like there? How was your record? Wins, stuff like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've had two stints. So stint one, as I say, like I said, to the bottom of the league, they've got twelve points on nineteen games. Uh, we goes in. I'd signed five lads straight away. I signed five lads uh, that had played for me previous uh, at other clubs. I brought in, I brought in like Chad White. Don't say that. I remember, I remember seeing that name. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I signed Chad White. I got Chad from. <coughs> believe it or not, I actually signed Chad. He was playing for Billings. I signed him for St. Helens, but I signed him from Billings, playing for Billings. But I'd seen his goal scoring record. He'd scored, I think it was 104 goals in two seasons for Lee Genesis Sunday League side. Mm. And I was like, a kid knows where the onion bag is. I said, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what level you're playing at, he knows where the net is. And I brought him in. And as I say, I had him at St. Helens. But then he got a, he got a good move to Marine. They get a good move to Marine. But then when I went to Bersco, he, he, no, did he sign? No, yeah. So we got him a witness. We ended up with him a witness because I had spoke to him like, yeah. I mean, getting his, he was mainly a sub at Marine. And then we got him in and then that, he was the first lad that I went for, do you know what I mean? But seven days in. And, and like I said, Kevin and Achilles were, were brilliant with me, do you know what I mean? He said, yeah, no problem. Signed in Chad White, signed in Anthony Whelan, um, Ben Maddox, a couple of others, can't off the top of my head, can't remember. Matty Ward come in. So we signed a couple of lads and do you know what? We It was tough. It was tough straight away, you know what I mean? And the pitch weren't the best, but we had a decent return. We got a... Um, I had 19 points from 10 games. So it moved them from bottom of the league. I think we were 15th. So we were out the relegation going, we were doing all right. And I never forget, just signed, just signed Jordan Dar, who's obviously scoring loads of goals for uh, Charnock. Yeah. He's injured at the minute. So signed Jordan Dar, and a lad called Tyler Rufus from Chorley. Chorley and Twain was my mate, Dave Chadwick, who's like the manager there. So I just signed them two. Brought them in so that we were going to start. And I said to them, I said, just wait until, give me a couple of weeks and we'll start adding proper players. I'll start being able to get the lads in from other clubs and all like that because Bersco had a really, really bad reputation. You know what I mean? They'd, they bumped lads' wages like in previous leagues and like in season and stuff. So they were like, it was like a poison chalice. So you're there trying to like sell it to lads, oh, yeah, come play for us and all like that, you know, 50 quid, something like that. And they were like, nah, lad, they don't pay you. Not going yeah. there, do you know what I mean? So it was a bit of a bit of an add on to get certain lads in. So it was mainly lads that I knew and they sort of trusted me more than they trusted the club. And like I say, yeah, good return, nineteen points on ten games and we played China Richard twice in them in them ten as well and they battered us, I think they beat us four two away. But we, we drew them one one at all. And we actually scored a late goal and got disallowed and just getting ready to go to training. Like we were training on uh, Edil at the time and got a phone call off a uh, Dave Sutton, who was the director of football, so to speak, and he just said, "I am eight. This was the this was the conversation. I am eight. You okay?" I said, "Yeah." He went, hey, "Listen, I'm going to call it a day." And I said, "Some all right, Dave. Sorry to hear that, mate." He went, "No, no, I'm going to call it a day." I said, what, "Do you mean us?" And he, he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for all your help. Bye now." <laughs> that was it. Done. Done. He made himself manager. He made himself the manager of the football club and like that was it. I was just sad. You see that quite a bit to be fair, don't you? Of like these people going into footy clubs and then yeah, getting they, themselves on the board or getting like a director of the football thing and then yeah. all of a sudden the manager the gaffer gets sacked and they're the manager. I think that was his fourth stint. Because when, when Mark Beasley was there, do you know what I mean? He got beaten in the playoffs. Um and the lads didn't get paid and he made himself manager there and when Dave Powell come in and Dave Powell got sacked, 
he made himself manager there and he, he's been manager of the club for, for six times you know what I mean and, and never done well sort of thing you know what I mean but the chairman well he was the chairman the owner of the club was friends with him um, and yeah he believed in it and that he said and yeah I was sacked I was done <laughs> wow I just <laughs> I remember speaking to you in that like incident thing in that period of when it ended up being a skull and then you started the everyone's favourite club Pilks was Pilks next? I was at Pilks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's favourite fucking place. <laughs> um, I remember speaking to you. That was planned. Was it planned that you were going there? Yeah. So, so what happened was obviously when I, when I left when I left Bearsco, um I got approached by Pilks. The plan was we had to win the last seven games to get promoted. The at plan Bay, was at No, at Pilks. at Pilks. Oh yeah. So we had to win the seven games to get promoted into the Cheshire. Is it the Prem? It's Prem, isn't it? <laughs> you, had in, you had to be in the Cheshire Prem because you were pushing to go for the Northern yeah. Counties. Um, so I was like, right, I said, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go in. So I went in. It was with uh, Steve Palfrey. Were they, were they in the Prem, sorry? Or were they in no, no, they were in the First Division. First division they were in yeah. the First Division. So I went in and they, they had a couple of, listen, they had a couple of good lads. There was a couple of good lads already there. And, and again, you know, took in the likes of Ben Maddox and a couple of lads that, that I knew that could do yeah. a job we'd be signed. I think Kane Gerald. Um, what a specimen of a man he is, like absolutely units. Uh, we signed, so we signed, we signed like, signed out five lads, got them in, and uh, we were lucky enough to, to win the seven games. Um, and we finished runners up in the league. I think I think we couldn't win the league anyway, we couldn't yeah. win, obviously, mathematically, but we won promotion. And then the plan was always to be, you know, speaking to the, the chairman, Jimmy, it was then to be take over as a manager next year, which, you know, done, which was good, done all, all the pre season. Pre season went well. Um, I said to them, I said, look, I said, we're going to have to sign some scouts, lads. The, the, plan, the, plan of, the plan of action sort of was, and listen, this, this isn't slagging the club or anything like that, uh, but the plan of action is they wanted, they wanted to be the best club in the area. So obviously you've got FC St. Helens, you've obviously got Pilkingtons, and then you had St. Helens Towns. At the time, St. Helens Town on the main side. Uh, so the plan was to always be the best side. The plan was always to be as many local <coughs> players as possible. They always wanted. They wanted to try and get the best St. Helens based players in there. Which listen, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. And I did say to him, I said, "But listen, I said, I'm going to have to sign quite a few scouts." I said, to, "To win this Cheshire Prem, we're going to need scouts, lads. So you're going to need tough lads. You're going to need lads that run through a wall for you. Mm. You know what I mean? Stuff like that." Um, and they agreed with it. And you know, we had a decent pre-season. Season starts off. I think we, we, we were fourth. <coughs> we were fourth in the league. We played about six or seven games, but we played all the sides that were fancied. Um, we had a couple of couple, couple of couple of draws in there, but it was. Do you know what? It, it, it was bizarre. It was a bizarre place to be because I ended up being. You know what I mean? So from being a manager in the Northwest Counties Premier Division to going into being a manager in the Cheshire Prem. And having to write out team sheets, fill water bottles, um, you know, do the team talk, do all the training. I, I basically had to do everything. Now, listen, it's all well and good. You can be like some people like like to be fully in control, but you'd like to think somebody inside the thing. And to be fair, the only fella that really helped me was actually Palf's dad. He was an absolutely brilliant fella. Absolutely, he'd say to me, "What are you doing, filling water bottles? No. Well, there's no one else doing them." And he went, he said, "I'll do them. You go over there." Because this was like during warm-ups. Mm. Uh, I think we played was at Middlewich. We played whoever it was, we played at home. And we had nine balls. 
and eight of them ended up over the back fence and they were like in the brook or anything like that and uh, no one had got them that was that was the final nail in the coffin like um, I had to come out the dugout walk obviously right the way down to the bottom right away across the, the, the length of the pitch out through the, through the changing rooms around across the bowling bowling green over the wall I was collecting balls I was actually in the brook with me my shoes and socks off getting balls while the game's going on the game was still going on and there was about eight or nine members of previous management uh, board members or whatever all sat in the stands and I've got to be honest I did come off I was fuming we threw nil nil I went into the change rooms and I, and I did I did let rip like you know what I mean not the lads I just said look this is not this is what, I, what I'm going to do you know what I mean I'm going to have, have a good think about it over the weekend and I'll probably like step away. I'll probably step away, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I can't I can't sort of work under these conditions and, and stuff like that. And one of the players went into the clubhouse and sort of let them know. I got a phone call off Jimmy. Again, no hard feelings, still see Jimmy. You know what I mean? I'll always let on to him and that there's, there's no hard feelings, it's football. I won't fall out with people over football. Uh, but he just said, Listen, it's you know, it's it's up to you. Uh, you can we understand that you're frustrated, you can either he said, I don't wanna sack you. He said, I don't want to sack you. He said, but if you want to resign, I'll accept it. So basically saying? So I said, thank you very much for your time. And that was it. What is Pilk's big issue with Scousers? Because <clears throat> you said this on, on your episode last week that you had to tell them you were bringing Scousers in. What do you think the issue is with Scousers? I know you once said they wanted to have local lads, but why, why did, were they so Most against clubs in that area, Some clubs in that area are like that, aren't they? They want lads from... That specific a specific demographic, don't they? They don't want lads yeah, being brought in from Bootle to play for, yeah, for I think that. It, I think it's a lot of it. A lot of it is is fan base and stuff. It is fan base, you know what I mean? So if you've got a local lad, got a local lad playing for your side, um, that might put an extra 20 lads on the gates. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Lads from like his mates and stuff like that. So, you know, I've got to be honest, I always try to try to sign lads like, you know, like you're thinking, right, you don't you don't want to be signing Lads from 30 miles. When I was when I was at St. Helens, Bersco, we used to look at, I used to like say roughly 20 mile radius. Yeah. We're in the middle, circle 20 miles. Do you know what I mean? So it's fair for everyone. We're training at this venue. Everyone's got to get there. You know, you can't expect the lads to come from all the way from Manchester to train in Scam. You know what I mean? Like nine till ten. For he's, an hour. He, you yeah. know, he's getting home and later that. You, so you, you've got to sort of do it for yourself. Like, but like I said to you, I, I couldn't tell you, you know, I haven't got the answer for that. You know, you might have to speak to someone close to the club there. Like, but there was, there was definitely more or less a bit of an issue while I was there over that. How many footies went in the brook? Eight. Eight. Eight out of nine. That's probably fucking half the bag that they accused me of robbing. So the next ball that went over, there's no match ball. I had no choice. Honestly, it sounds it sounds mad. And uh, uh, listen, there'd be lads who were sat in the dugout who would actually say, nah, that's 100% true. You know, people might go, that's not true. No. Trust me, it's true. I don't need to lie. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not gaining anything from lying. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not publicly slamming the club or something like that. That was something that factually happened. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought, nah, this is amazing. Yeah. And to be fair, the next day, it was a day later, there was, there was a manager appointment and Two lads, well, one lad who I'd asked to come and do his coach for me, he was, he was a local Pilks lad, um, and he said he was too busy. He then became first-team coach. Listen, if we heard that story, listen, Jay? At least you've got a day. <laughs> I got 40, what, what, 45 minutes, something well, like that. I'd seen that, I'd yeah. actually seen that, because I remember messages saying what's happened yeah. there, and I'd seen Marcy, he'd got it like... 
Yeah, well, so, yeah. I'm over it anyway. Um, so after Pilks, then am I right? Bersko went back to Bersko. Yeah, yeah. So but that's the one where there was all the redevelopments and stuff on yes. it in the new grounds and that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, met with the chairman. How did that? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, how did that come about? Because obviously that fella had done that. Was Dave Sutton or yeah, 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 yeah. done that? Was it a different chairman or no? No. So the, we went in. So I'd met I'd met Paul Biles by then, uh, and I brought Paul in to play for me at Pilks. Do you know what I mean? And I knew he knew his footy and all like that. Um, <coughs> so I'd said to him, do you fancy it like, you know what I mean? He got, I got approached. It was actually the club secretary, uh, Steve Alliwell. He said to him, look, you know, who do you think? And he went, you know, so we just go back and get, get Nick. He'd done a really good job here last time. He said, just, just make sure you keep him away from him. Like, mm. You know what I mean? So I met up with him. Me, me and Paul Biles met up with him in a pub up in... Hesketh Bank somewhere like that mess up with the director of football and the club owner uh, we had a good chat um, I wanted reassurances I actually signed a three year contract believe it or not they had to, and they actually gave me I said look I said oh, I want a three year contract I said this isn't going to be changed I said you've got to give me a year to get lads in you've got to give us a year as a club to allow people to believe that the, the infrastructure is right people aren't going to get bumped for money they're going to be getting paid, I said, because the club's got such a bad reputation. I said, it's, I haven't got a bad reputation. Paul Bars hasn't got a bad reputation. You have as a club. Mm. I said, you have. As a, well, everyone thought you were the chairman, Martin Gilchrist. God love him, he's passed away earlier on uh, this year, like, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, uh, and they, they agreed. And, you know, we signed, listen, the money I got, I wouldn't be able to buy a yacht. But... It was, you know, it was recognition of load on. We, we will, will pay. I actually, we actually said how much we, we, we'd do it for me and Paul, and they both said, "Oh, fantastic! We thought you were wanted more than that." <laughs> I mean, me and Bars just looked at each other like, "No, we've done ourselves there." Like, but, <laughs> but yeah, so we had a three-year plan. We had a three-year plan, and you know what I mean. Year one, it was tough. It was very, very tough because, like I said, yeah, it, we, you know, the club had such a bad, bad reputation. Um, and you know what a fantastic only small but fantastic fan base you know they yeah. used to have a massive fan base you know, we'd be one at Wembley and Everton you know what I mean but the fan base at the time and the couple of cracking fellas that were there and that uh, and yeah so we, we had a bit of a tough time and it, it come to Christmas I always remember it got to Christmas time and we, we, we were looking over out we thought we weren't exactly here we were definitely looking we got off, yeah. we got off to a good start I uh, had a couple of long lads in, got like like muckering and all like that in from from Linnets and stuff like that. Louis Hayes, who's flying at Munkolinets now, great player. We had him, we had him, and he was at he was at Chester at the time. Yeah, we got him in a loan on a youth loan from Chester. So we, we we got off to a good start, and then the lads started getting picked off, and you know wages, which which was going to happen. I know we paid half decent money; it weren't great. And then it come Christmas time, and we were we were looking over our shoulders, and I'd said to them. You know, just just give us a couple more weeks. I said I'll start getting lads in. I'll start getting the lads in because they they're not playing now at the clubs. And rightly so, we did be brought in Jack Fleming, brought in Kevin Pollard, brought in like Luke Gibson. I mean, we started bringing in lads like that, and then sure enough, the tide changed. Yeah. You know what I mean? We started we started winning games, and then you know what happened? Then COVID it didn't it? Mm. You know what I mean? So we 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 were winning games, we were doing well, and then COVID it. Literally, yeah. <laughs> do you feel like you've lost? Then obviously, it's not even like do you feel you have, haven't you? You've lost like two 
two seasons worth of footy. I remember coming down after we had the first lockdown, life went back to say normal, went, every opened up, then we had all that over Christmas and then we had the lockdown again. I remember coming down after the third lockdown, for there was a cup final, I think St. Helens 18s were in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember coming down then. Even then, like no disrespect to them, it still looked like half like a building site. No, it is. Do you know what I mean? It still is. It still is. You know, that that's that's something sad thing about. It. Like to, to be brutally honest, like I said, so we had the season where we played well, the second season of COVID. Did we play <coughs> three games? Three games and COVID yeah. kids and again, and it was a season. So we, had so. to, we had to stop in the November, didn't we? And yeah, then it yeah. was you stop in the November, then Christmas, so you're not playing any games. Yeah, yeah. Then. He went locking down and he did lock down. Yeah. It was like no one knew. So did it was he? ended. So it was done. So we done. We done like two seasons, not even completed. Yeah. Like anything. Third season come in again. Made some good signs. or brought in big Josh Qualis. What a player. What mm-hmm. a lad. You know what I mean? Fantastic lad. Flying at the minute at eighteen seventy four. Declan Daniels. Um, Jack Hunt. Ryan Smith. Uh, Mitchell Kinsella, you know what I mean? We brought yeah. in some really, really good lads, you know what I mean? And and it was it was it had a good feeling around the club. But like you said, the the, the club itself, we had a um, City Liverpool were actually meant to be coming down. That's what I don't understand. Like how like Schemer obviously playing there now, but City Liverpool comes down because obviously they did that fallout or whatever happened that bootle, so they had no ground. So City Liverpool going to come down and they want to share the ground with us, which was, was we were we were amazed up about it, you know yeah. what I mean? Because like. Again, Ello was the gaffer. He was my mate. I'd sent lads to Ello. Ello had sent lads to me, you know what I mean? And I said, like, he said, what day was he saying? He said, same day as us. On Tuesday, Thursday, we were like half a bit each, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and it was, we, we were, as managers, we were, we were looking forward to it. Going, It'd be all right, that won't it, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and then the, the MPL comes out and said, nah, um, you've got no stand behind the goal. Uh, tickets off us. And that isn't done and all like that. And he said, so we'll get that sorted, no problem and all like that. And he said, all right, okay, we went forward, we went uh, next Friday. We gave them like a week to do it, and they were like, that, "That's like impossible." It was yeah. just, it was impossible. It was impossible for them to do. You know what I mean? Put a new stand in, build it, take it yeah, off yeah, yeah, in a week. Just, it, just impossible to yeah. do. You know what I mean? It's all about moving goalposts. That was that was one in Julia. Um, so obviously, City people had to pull out, and that's when they ended up at, at Vauxhalls. But you lost a bit of a chunk, a big chunk of the fan base. Then you know yeah. what I mean? But as I say, Schema playing there now in the same league. Without Ola. Without, without Ola. It's mad, isn't it? It's mad. Like, so, like, whether the, the rulings change yeah. or what, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? And listen, that I'm a scam lad. I love Scam United Football Club, like I say, you know, and stuff like that. I'm not having to take it then, but it just seems weird that it weren't good enough for City Liverpool back then. And there's nothing there's nothing changed. Yeah. Like, my half fellow was the, uh, he was like the, the janitor there, so he made the tickets off us and, and done all like that. But there's still no bar there and like that. The club, the club's making, making, making no money, makes no money. Yeah, so I remember, like I said, I remember speaking to you there, and I remember saying, "What's this? Just, just got like the changes, yeah. haven't you? Just that, like a little hut, a stand, and then the pitch." Yeah, well, the, the mad thing, you know, there was a couple of locals. Oh, they, they were like, "It was bad. It was poisonous there." You yeah. know what I mean? And like again, it went towards me or my players or my staff, but it was poisonous. You know what I mean? They had a, they had a little bit of a core fan base, and then they had like the. <laughs> the the, the Bissell lads, which is the Bersco Independent Support Association, which fell out with, with both Dave Sutton and Martin. They, they, there was massive fallouts. Yeah. Um and yeah, it was it, it was bad, you know what I mean? And you always be on Twitter, it's just a plastic pitch with a fence around it. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And we were like, it was good, don't get me wrong, but that is the best 40 pitch 
in the northwest by by a mile, mate. It That's is. Fantastic. It is. It is. It it could be an unbelievable setup. Yeah, I, I think. Listen, eventually, listen. You know, we 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 had a side there. We built a side together. That was gonna. It was gonna go. It was gonna go places. Yeah. Listen, it, it it was, and but like I say, my end, my end of me, my, my stint there was sour. It was sour because you know it got to a point where, um, you know, I'm getting quizzed over like signing lads like Vinnie Bailey and Sam Sheen and Jack Hunt. You know what I mean? Like like the director of football is like saying, you know, why is he not asking me if he can sign these players? So we, we, I had a meeting with the director of football and the owner, and I said, and like I was dead honest on him, and I said, do you know what actually a director of football is supposed to do? And he's like, what do you mean? And I went, I said, like, I said, the director of football, I tell you what I want, so I say, I need a right back. You go and find the right back, you sort out all the wages and all like that, and then he comes in and plays, I said, you work under the manager, not the other way round. And then it was like, yeah, but Nick, he's played, played professional football. I said, yeah, he retired in 85. <laughs> Football's changed. Yes. It's changed. I used to say to me, you should name your team on a Thursday night. And I said, why is that? I said, well, you've seen them train. I said, yeah, but these, these lads have got jobs. Mm. So if I suddenly name a 16-man squad and then three of them, four of them are ill, something like that, and then I ring up a lad and go, look, can you come play? Nah, Nick, it's all time now. I'm working. These yeah. lads work. They have full-time jobs, you know what I mean? And I was like, nah. So it was at loggerheads. Was so at he's loggerheads. probably gone off the fact that because he used to be a pro footy player. Wherever he was, the gaffer had named the team on the Thursday. Yeah, right, yeah. So everyone should do that because it's yeah, done yeah. in the pro it game. It doesn't work like that. And like I say, you know, we, we were sort of banging heads together and stuff. And I'm not a yes man. I never have been a yes man. Well, I am. I'm a yes man to, to, me, to me missus and, <laughs> and my daughter. And, but that's about it, you know what I mean? You know, but, and I was like, nah, that's nah, not me. And, mm. you know, I, I can find it in, in Bows, Gareth, my coach and that. And I just said, like, and, like I'm done sort of thing. And, I went on gardening leave, as they call it. Uh, Paul stayed on. You know what I mean? I was a bit, I was a bit upset at the time. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. You know, if you ever get Paul on the podcast, they probably admit it. I was upset at the time because, you know, he was my number two. The coach left straight away. I, nah, I'm not there. A couple of lads left. You know, a yeah. couple of players went. Nah, we we signed because you, the physio, left. I'm, I'm listen. Paul decided to stay, and you know, again, it's eating history. Eating history. You know, we, we we've spoke since and. It's gone, do you know what I mean? And basically ended up having like, well, you, had to, you were brilliant until Christmas, but then after Christmas sort of tailed off. And yeah. I think that showed then that, you know, it's not just about, you know, picking a team and that. You, you've got to replenish, you know, the likes of Josh had left and Jack Daniels had left and other players had left aside by this point. And mm. you've got to be able to recruit and keep recruiting, do you know what I mean? But, you know, it was a good season for the club. The club had finished in the bottom three for the, like, the previous six probably seasons something like that uh, I think they'd had two relegations in between then from like the NPL working their way down and they finished sixth in the North West Counties which was a fantastic return yeah. you know what I mean and I never got much credit for that like considering like I'd, I'd built them up the side like yeah. so bittersweet sort of thing LR they were next were they next yeah so <laughs> one thing I, I will say about LR is you kept yourself very very busy at LR because you're done the first team, obviously, and then you moved. You were doing Herald as well, wasn't it? On the yeah, Sunday, yeah, yeah. the kid, the 17, yeah, 16, yeah. 17s on a, on a Sunday. And for anyone to, who does two days, especially anyone who's got no commitments, anyone who does two days who's got a missus and a kid, like fair play to you, because that's 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 a lot of work. That yeah, do you know what? I'll be honest with you, like like 
Well, I work, I work with a, my, my day-to-day job is working with adults with additional needs and mental health. Uh, so that's my day-to-day job. And, you know, I work 24-hour shifts, you know what I mean? So when you do a 24-hour shift, I, I, normally, well, I normally do two 24-hour shifts a week and then maybe a day shift. So I have got four days to myself, sort of thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, now, my missus never ever been a, a football widow. She's never ever been a football widow. Uh, she just likes me being out the house. That's why I was so. <laughs> I think that's why we're both so happy. You know what I mean? And she knew when she she met me, I was I was still playing. Then you know what I mean? And and she knows like you know I'm not one of the fellas. Don't I don't go drinking in pubs and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll case never pint like somebody. Oh, you come out for a pint, but you know most fellas go like every Friday, every Saturday, Sunday. I don't. So um, any time that I'm not at work or at football, I, I do spend with my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but yeah, it was a uh, how it come about. Steve Alleywell again. The club secretary from Bersco had left and gone to LR and LR were in, <coughs> you were in a bit of a difficult situation, you know what I mean? Again, no, no budget at all. Yeah. There, was, there, was, there was three players who were getting paid, four players getting paid at the time and, and no one else was. And um, Listen, it was a very, very difficult job. It was very difficult and, and that's nothing to do with, with the club itself. The chairman, Sean Lynch, fantastic fella. You know what I mean? They've got Again, they've got very similar to Bersco. They've got a very, very tight Type based fan base sort of yeah. thing, you know what I mean? Uh, and four or five of them are still there from when I was there all them years ago when I first started. Yeah. Um, and listen, the, the, I hope the club, the hope the club eventually does well. You know what I mean? The, the, you know they've, they've got a little bit of a, a budget now. You know what I mean? But it's it's still right near the bottom yeah, of the yeah. season, where it could be. But yeah, we went in there and we had had a target of. You see. 24 points I think we had a target of 24 points would have kept us up definitely mathematically possible and I think we got 21 you go down to the last day or something it went, we actually stayed up on points per game no. stayed up on the points per game uh, which was you know we hadn't won that one we, we, it was, to be fair the very, very last game of the season was ourselves against Aston Town and Aston pipped us 2-1 um, and obviously the, 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 the lads were devastated really down and, but I'd been told a couple of weeks earlier but I didn't want it to drip into the dressing room that we were, we were going to stay up on points per game. Yeah. Uh, but you, you still want to win every game, don't you? I would have liked to beat Aston that last game of the season and when we stayed up anyway. Yeah, yeah. I've come here and done the job and, you know, the plan was to progress the club this year and it probably hasn't worked out the way it was. It's, it's a difficult place to get to. I, I don't drive. You know, I'm getting trains to, to training and I could always get a lift home but might not get lifts there and it was, it, it was difficult and, well, to be fair, the first the first season, you know, we had a bit of a. It was a I had to do two rebuilds. So obviously, when a rebuild, obviously when Warren, one of Jones first left, went in there, a couple of lads left, and a couple of lads signed for like days here where Warren was coaching, which which is fine. Yeah. At this level, players do follow managers, they follow coaches. That, that that's part and parcel of it. Um, it was very very hard because there was no budget. I couldn't take any scousers. You know, the scouts lads aren't going to travel from one side of Liverpool all the way up to Everton. No, I've been, I've been yeah. there with, as everyone's favourite club, and um, we had a game there, and it's it's like, it is a fucking bastard of a drive. Like. Yeah, yeah, it's a trek, and, and listen... It's a, it's, it's, it's a mad ground as well, isn't it? Because it's like... Lovely ground. I love it. Like, unbelievable, great setup. up fucking bits like that. Yeah, it's on a slope. It's yeah, on a slope. Did you, you know, you'd be surprised at how many teams, though, at this level and above, have you ever been to Colne? No, no. Colne's worse than that. Is it? You score from goal kick from Colne. It, it, when, when we were, I've see, obviously seen it on pictures and videos, like, 
following your results yeah. and stuff like that. But actually being on on there and you're looking at like the goal the goal behind the house behind the yeah, houses yeah, yeah. and you're looking and you're thinking it's like looking at that telly now. It's yeah, yeah. literally like that. Yeah, it's mad. No, no, it is. Honestly, it's on a slope. But again, the, <coughs> the groundsman there, Chris, has worked wonders. The pitch is one of the best pitches in yeah. the league. When when I first went there all the years ago, there was there was daisies and. The pitch is brilliant. You can't, you, can, yeah. on the pitch, you, know I mean? you can't fault, you can't fault pitch, the fella who, who does you know, the pitch. The pitch is great. It is on a slope. Um, but they, they, they work wonders. You know, I mean? Like I said, I went in there, we signed a couple of lads and then my assistant manager left and got the, the El Sager job. Uh, and about nine lads left. Nine lads left and, and so it was a rebuild again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and luckily, a couple of lads that with Salter to possibly go to El Sager, they decide to stay, you know, two in particular, I mentioned them, George Chadwick, Lewis Rosedorn, fantastic, well, they've both just signed for Barn Aldrich recently, big futures, mm. big futures, both of them, especially, especially Lewis, very good player. And then obviously doing the Sunday team, yeah, and the, but you've stepped away. You've stepped obviously not at Alan and Alan. Now you still doing the Sun? Are you still doing the Sundays? Yeah, yeah. So I made the decision about eight weeks ago. I'll be, I'll be dead honest with you. I had like I wouldn't say like ill health. Yeah. But um, I went on a holiday in the summer and I got a bacterial infection. Didn't know at the time, uh, but it was a bacterial infection of of a part of the anatomy. Um, where I had to have numerous tests where they thought it could have been uh, prostate cancer, testicle cancer, do you know what I mean? Uh, which was a bit of a worrying time at the time. And yeah. To be fair, the only person I knew was, was my missus sort of thing, you know what I mean? And I, I didn't sort of lay it on Twitter and go, look, I might have, might have testicle cancer or prostate cancer. Do you know what I mean? I didn't say that, do you yeah. know what I mean? But she knew there was, there was, there was a bit of a problem there, do you know what I mean? So, uh, so I, that was a bit of a worry, you know, at the time and all like that. So I had that on, I had to worry about getting someone from the ground and and stuff like that. Um, a couple of the lads that I had that, that normally sort of ferried me around sort of thing. Um, they'd moved on to other clubs, etc. Uh, so there was a bit of a time there, but I've, I've had a hernia. I'm actually, I'm actually, oh, I'm finally having the operation, uh, 7th of December. So I had that coming up as well, do you know what I mean, in the yeah. back of my head. And, and I knew it, like, obviously I had that. I got the all clear, by the way, so what does they say, uh, from the other two, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, you know, Great news, that yeah, it was, mate. You know what I mean? A bit of a relief, you know what I mean? But uh, the areas caused me problems. I've not, I've not been able to train the gym for, for two and a half years. Um, a long time ago, I was, I was diagnosed of having like a really, really high uh, testosterone levels. Um, and what happens is if, if I'm not training, I like I don't have mental health, you know what I mean? I'm not saying I have like suicidal thoughts and like that, but my mental health dips. Yeah, my missus, my missus always says to me, like, I just don't know what, what Nick I'm going to come home to or something like that. And I can go from being like really, really happy and having a laugh and that to like miserable in a second, and I don't even realize I'm doing it, yeah. you know what I mean? So she had to put up a lot of me over that side to it, uh, but also fatigue absolutely knackered all the time, you know, like shattered, yeah. shattered. Um, I get migraines because I'm tired. I, I don't sleep over night time and stuff like that. And it, it's all being down because I can't go to the gym. And because me and yeah, like it, it's a bit, it's big. You know, it's about the size of a baby's fist. So I finally go under the knife on the seventh um, of December, which you know what I mean. It's ruined my birthday. Like birthday <laughs> on the eleventh, so that that's ruined that. Like you know what I mean. And my missus normally takes me away. Like be spending my birthday in bed. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like. You get yourself sorted on that, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, but yeah, so I had all that going on in my head and I couldn't really focus on the football, so it weren't right to me, so I had a chat with Sean and he said, look, 
I think it's you know you should be looking for a new manager. You know what I mean? And I'll help you. Yeah. And I, you know, I recommended a couple of lads to him and all like that. And you know, he said to me, "Would well, stay on as head of recruitment and uh, youth development?" Which I agreed to at the time. Said, "Yeah, yeah." I said, "I'll stay on and do that." But my heart went directly in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And stuff like that. So to be fair, I did say to him, "Look, the new manager won't want someone standing over. He definitely won't want the ex-manager standing yeah, over." Yeah. Him. About yeah, I don't have that player or don't have that player. Like so, you know, sort of. It got although it got announced on the county's website and all that. It's 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 not like I am officially um, unemployed. Unemployed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I say, I'm doing I'm doing the seventeens. Uh, do that with Jay. Do that with Jay still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I say, I I, I do the coaching and I'm I'm the manager. Do you know what I mean? Jay's like mainly the club secretary now. Took a step down. I'd say what what a group of players. There's there's some there's some lads there. Uh, there's a lad. Listen, they're all good. They're all good, but there's there's a kid called Sam Roach. Um, I think he played for River. Played for River Juniors. What what a forward! Yeah, um, honestly, mate, he's he's gonna have a he'll be a big name scouts kid coming through. You know what I mean? In a couple of years, another lad, another scouts kid. He's, he's on the bench all the time actually for uh, Preston. With uh, Jonesy, um, Steve-O. I think his name's James Stevens. I just know him as Steve-O. You know what I mean? But Again, what a player. Deacon Smalley. Deacon Smalley has got the best first touch of any player I've ever worked with. Really, yeah? 16 years old. I'm telling you now, his first touch is the best first touch I've ever... I've, I've never seen anything. He can be 100 foot in the air. He just takes it on his foot, first touch, bang, it's killed. Yeah. Um, ball in the air again, coming to his chest, bang, killed. His close control. He's had a little bit of a growth spurt lately. Once he fills out... These lads aren't going to be playing North West Counties. And yeah. there's even like there's Thomas Holland. Thomas Holland scored 57 fours last year from the left wing. He hits a ball, it stays here, you know what I mean? So been that, I went to watch, come to watch this a couple of times last year. Um, I think I know which one you're on about. So it's like black hair. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. And, and you know what? I'll be honest with you, at the time, if I weren't doing them towards the back end of last year, I might have stepped down earlier. That sort of gave me that little bit of hunger and I thought, you know what? I want these to progress and yeah. you know I actually meet me my last game at LR Thomas Holland made his debut at 16 you know what I mean he come off the bench after 20 minutes I mean I brought him on you know what I mean I said like go and go just go and have a go like you know what I mean and that's something that I've always done yeah. anyone that knows me my right I've always give young lads a go you know it's not about me I mean yeah it's nice winning trophies and that but you know I, you see managers taking credit winning trophies the lads the lads, as long as they take the instructions, you give them instructions, once they cross the line, they win the trophies, don't yeah. they? The manager doesn't. Do you know what I mean? I don't anyway. I've never said I've won that trophy like that. I've got a couple of medals there, do you know what I mean? Like when we won the counties and stuff like that. But I never ever took any credit for that, yeah. ever. And I still don't, do you know what I mean? And my plan was, let's get so many of these integrated into the first team. You know what I mean? And and listen, that that, that might still happen. Like, But as I say, that's down to, to the new man to now, not mm. down to me. <clears throat> what do you enjoy more then? Obviously, do you reckon, firstly, Jack, and you'll go back into first team management again. But do you, or do you feel like you enjoy working with the under seventeens and seeing the next best things and developing them rather than going and managing a first eleven? Yeah, good question. Um, I'll be brutally honest. Um, I don't think I'll manage again. I'll be honest with you. Like I said, I'm four, forty-seven in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, I've done. Th- 13 years, I think. I don't think, apart from Brent, <laughs> apart from Brent, like, and maybe Wilkes, you know what I mean? And probably over the longest stint, you know what I mean? And I'm a lot younger than them two fellas, but, um, you know, I, th- I think 
think it's a sort of lost a sparkle for me the football management side and like like what Jay said before it, it is it is full on it is full on you know, your phone going and all like that you know what I mean I remember me, like a couple of years ago my missus was saying to me after nine o'clock your phone can go in a box you know what I mean I'm sick you'll be here on your phone on after nine o'clock yeah. and I'm like Baby, it's, it's, it's the most busiest time. Friday night, I said, like, it's the busiest time. You know what I mean? You, you're constantly thinking any night before the game. Um, it'd have to take a really, really good job with, with, with that believes in, you know, my sort of philosophy of give these young lads a go. You know what I mean? Just because they're 17, 18 doesn't mean they're not good enough. You know what I mean? Uh, you see, even keeping in the pro game now, don't you? You know what I mean? With these under-23s and all like that. And... You know, at 22 years old, the difference is now these 22 year old lads are driving around top of the range cars around 40 grand a week. Yeah. And they've not achieved nothing in football. Do you know what I mean? You know, go back to like Wayne Rooney's and Gerrard's and that. They were given chances by managers at the time. Do you know what I mean? And going like, yeah, they'll come along. Two absolutely world class players, but they were still given a chance, weren't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I've always given lads a chance. Do you know what I mean? There was, you know, a couple of lads who've played for me over the years have, have gone on to play professional football. One of them actually played in, in the A-League in, um, in Australia for uh, Wellington Phoenix. You know what I mean? He was a lad that we'd been released from being a classic Australian kid at um, LR our first time round. Like called Adam Parkhouse. He went over there and ended up playing pro and yeah. having a little decent career out of it. But, so I say, no, I don't think I'll ever manage again, I'll be honest with you, unless it was something really, 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 really good. I'd be an assistant manager. I'd happily be an assistant manager. Do you know what I mean? And I don't mind assistant. You know what I mean? But oh, it's fucking great. Yeah, you just don't have all. You don't have all that fucking responsibility. You can just turn up. You coach. You turn up and do your session. Yeah, no, I agree. Go on. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But I do enjoy the coaching. I do enjoy the coaching. You know what I mean? But again, even coaching's hard sometimes. You know what I mean? Like like last night, we, I did a session last night and. We, we, we had 12 lads there, a couple of lads at that age. Now they've started working, haven't they, to get the first little jobs and to go work like a Mackey's or pound yeah. stretching and stuff like that, but it's money for them. Do you know what I mean? And, um, you know, it's finding the first little bird and going out and finding the ale and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and, and they do, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but I, I do think that the group of lads that we've got, I'd probably say 80% of them do want to do they, they, they still got that little sort of thing. I, I might make it. I might make it as, mm. a, as a player. I'm not saying as a pro footballer, but don't have to be a pro footballer now to wear in, in a living. You know, you look at the, like, the lads out there who, who are at Mac now, there's, there's lads there on more money than me. Yeah. In, in my, my profession, you know what I mean? And like I say, I'm, I'm fully meds trained and, and everything, you know what I mean? I'm just like under, say, like a nurse type thing yeah. when it comes to medication and, you know, people trusting you and you, you know you, you're doing the finances you're doing all kinds like that and these footballers at, at Macron more money than me do you know what I mean that type of thing you know what I mean and so um, yeah you know what I mean I say I do enjoy coaching I do enjoy coaching I don't, like I said I don't think I'm managing again we've got about five minutes and I know you want to talk about um, well the, it was Nick's idea for anyone who, who likes it is what we're going to start doing is getting the managers or the coaches who we have on to talk about their best 11 of players that they've managed. You've managed a few clubs, you've managed a lot, quite a few players. Who do you reckon would, would be your best 11? Uh, Formation first, go on. Just, just, I'd, I'd stick with 4 4 two, mate. Bog standard. It's 4 4 two, you know what I mean? It's, it's easy. I don't like when people go like... It's just mad to be, sorry, I've just made myself laugh then. It's mad to be, Mike Bassett, you know what he goes, yeah, yeah. we're playing 4-4 four, 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 fucking two. two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, see, see the thing is... It, it, <coughs> The way football changes now, like you, you speak to a lad and you go like, "Where's your best position?" And they go like, "Number six, number eight, number ten. I'm thinking, 
Oh, where did these numbers come into Because Stephen Gerrard was number four. And number four is centre-half. Yeah. He didn't play centre-half, did he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you go like, well, where's the number 10? That's just a shirt number. You know what I mean? We've got squad numbers here, so you're number 54. Where do you see yourself on the pitch? You know what I mean? So, so yeah, we'll go 4-4-2. Um, I'll go with the teams that have, that have managed. Not like, obviously, we had a good side at, at Witness, but I went to manage it, you know what I mean? So, uh, goalkeeper... Uh, I'd probably go as far as say we had a young kid at, at, at St. Helens, uh, Rory Crowder. He was only 17 at the time and I think he saved seven penalties for us that year. Uh, in the season when I was like, you know, and he, he was he was going to end up playing for Real when we were in the Prem uh, before the, the finance league. So I'd go with, with Rory Crowder uh, in goal. Um, right back, Aaron Morris. Adam Morris all day, you know what I mean? What, what a player, you know, he's still, you know, obviously he's at Rylands now. But like I said to you, you know... What a brother called Adam? What a brother? No, no, but Adam Morris is a good player as well. He went to, to Scotland, didn't he? Uh, no. Adam's played, he plays for Rylands now, yeah. Adam. Uh, played for FC United. Uh, so I'd go with him right back, but as I say, you know, up and coming now, is young George Chadwick. George Chadwick, fantastic player. Uh, left back, with uh, Stephen Rigby. Played for City Liverpool, didn't he? Uh, Stephen came in when he first came on trial. He came in on trial at St. Helens. He, he said he, he was number. He said he was a number ten. Played behind the forwards and he was a bit slight at the time. You know what I mean? But he could run. He could run and he was he was, he was quick. He was fit. Good left foot. I sort of like converted him to a left back. You know what I mean? He seems to have played left back or left wing back ever yeah. since. Uh, Centre halves. Do you know what? I'll throw him in. There's a kid who just had a have an alarm. I was eighteen. Uh, I think you go pro. I go for. I, I, I put my neck up now. Uh, Abiola, Abasato, built like a tank, fast as anything, unbelievable left foot. Um, there's a couple of uh, MPL sides yeah. put seven days on them recently, and, and I think I believe there's a couple more to put them in this week. Uh, I probably goes goes far as him. You know what I mean? Uh, next to him. Could be Gibbo, Luke Gibson or Danny Brady. Both, again, both, you know, you say to him, I want you to do this, I want you to do that, there's no messing. Centre mids, I'd probably go Sam Sheen and Kevin Pollard. Kevin Pollard, best captain I've ever worked with. I've seen Pollard in, in a game and he just fucking flies to people. He's not yeah, one bit bothered, is he? Hard as nails, great leader. Yeah. Back, he, he, listen, he's a leader of men. You're going to the trenches, you want Kevin Pollard with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'll back you to the hilt. But off the pitch, what a fella. Great. Good with the young lads and all like that. Like I say, because the job I've done, I've, I've gone to the grounds with, with lads with like cerebral palsy and, that, and wheelchairs and stuff like that. And, you know, Kevin straight over, hey lads, how are you? And all like that. It goes a long way with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people are a bit like, oh, a bit scared to go over and talk to him, don't know what to say. Kevin's not like that. So it'd be him and Sam Sheen. Again, Sam Sheen recently took over captain of Skem. I used to call him machine. He's just honestly he's a machine, fit as anything, up and down. Uh, left wing, um, probably Parkhouse, because obviously he went on to play for Wellington Phoenix yeah. in the A League. But over the night, it'd be Chris Lomax. Chris Lomax, you know, he's still playing there now. He's been in Novus County since he was 17. Two of them are at the. They've just signed, haven't they, for the same, the same club? Yeah, yeah, they're both, both for Pilks. Believe it or not. Everyone, everyone, everyone's favourite club. <laughs> Both of Pilks. Uh, up front would definitely be, uh, listen, Andy Gillespie, Chad White. 
I couldn't really, couldn't really look at any, any further than, yeah. than them really. Do you know what I mean? Andy Gillespie scored thirty seven goals for us that season when we, we were one point out the playoffs, and not one was a penalty. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's on so, the boards, isn't he? Them like little boards that yeah, yeah, Saint yeah. He's he's fantastic, and then obviously Chad White. Yeah, you know, hashtag Chad White scores goals, but again, Josh Quarles could have been in there. Do you know what I mean? But because we didn't play that many games under each other because yeah. of the COVID and that. And then on the right wing would probably be Conor Coma. Uh, although Conor played, he did play on the left for me. Yeah. Uh, but he is right footed. Uh, he's currently at Berry. Uh, played, played for Nose, that's it. this year. Fantastic kid, you know what I mean? And again, I think he will move up the leagues. Um, yeah, so that probably be me, me 11. Nick, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very when, much. For your I wanted to do it. You're obviously someone who's helped me quite a bit, so I wanted to get you on and like listen to your story it. and stuff. So nice one for coming up, giving you time and that. Um, you know we appreciate it and uh, no, I do I've, myself. I've enjoyed myself. that. Good luck. Nice one. And obviously, anyone listening, don't forget to leave a like and subscribe on the video. Uh, if you're on Spotify, leave a review. Same with Apple. We've actually got quite a few good reviews. Uh, we've reached Qatar this week, Jay. Qatar. We're going, we're going quite well, time. to be honest. Uh, just in time for the World Cup and potentially the new owners of the pool. They need to get that checkbook out and get, get us anywhere we want. But yeah, if you watch on YouTube, leave a like and subscribe. Um, when I was looking the other day, there was like 90% of our audience who are watching week in, week out, not subscribed. may seem stupid, but it goes a long way to us um, having a subscription. The algorithm puts us in more people's uh, YouTubes and that's so please do that. But... Nice one to Nick. We'll be back two weeks because I'm going to the Promised Land of Paris again next week. God help me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, nice one to everyone for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe. It's been Mass- me, Matty, and Jay as always, joined by Nick. And yeah, nice one.